Hello everyone, I am Melissa Houston. Uh, I'm from New Tecumseh, Canada, and I am reporting to you from Spain, Barcelona. Me and Alex have been stuck in, I shouldn't say stuck, but we've been in Barcelona for six days now, uh, dealing with the coronavirus, and today we've been stuck inside all day long. Day one of the quarantine. <laughs> it's actually not so bad as everyone feels it will be. You just have to deal with the small space that you have. Yeah, try to make the most out of it. But it depend- really depends who you're sharing the space with. Funny. Anyways, we just wanted to explain kind of like your experience and how we feel about moving here and making sure everyone feels comfortable about our reason for staying here in the middle of this epidemic. Yeah. Global pandemic, as they say. <laughs> uh, anyways, me and Alex had this plan to move to Barcelona a few months ago. Uh, we just wanted to... We never moved in together, so we wanted to further our relationship not knowing that the whole coronavirus thing was going to put our lives in quarantine <laughs> yeah what's the best what's the best way then to move with your loved one but move with them permanently and be stuck with them i mean in the most loving way possible for 14 days straight that's that's the best test of a relationship going from not living with somebody to living all the time with someone Aren't you so happy, babe? I'm happy. <laughs> Anyways, so we, the coronavirus started, what, September? It's March, what day is it? March 17th today? Um, it started in December. It wasn't, it wasn't so bad at first. And then when we were moving to Spain, it got really bad in Italy. And I know we were just, like, keeping watch on it. Like, we weren't super worried. It started getting bad in Spain. Like, not super bad. So uh, no flights were canceled. We were comfortable about traveling and we had an apartment when we landed. So we're like, okay, let's just get there. Hopefully, you know, safely. And a lot of people were like, there was the news said that there was ghost flights. We were expecting a low crowd on our flight and we're like, we have everything there. We'll just, if we need to stay in quarantine, we'll get there and we'll do whatever the country orders us to and just follow the rules. But then it's one of those things. It's like, if nobody is around you is worried, why should you be worried? Our flight was full. They served us delicious meals. We arrived in the UK. The airport was full. Um, we couldn't even stand by on an earlier flight. So, like, it seemed like everybody wanted to go to Spain. And so did we. Well, I'd say that actually the airport in Toronto was a lot less busy than it normally is. There was only two security lines when I got there. And right. it was a pretty average flight time. But, uh, like, the airports were less busy, I think, for sure. But... It, people were pretty casual, like, you know, not many people wearing... We saw maybe three people wearing masks. Including one that was wearing a full bodysuit. It looked like he could have been either on CSI Miami <laughs> trying to, like, do a crime scene investigation or, like, I don't know, going to Chernobyl or something. That was a bit exaggerated. Anyways, uh, there was, like, no checkpoints or anything. They weren't checking anyone's fever or anything. They was It was more normal traveling, pretty much. And then we arrived in Spain, exhausted, because we didn't sleep for, what, 24 hours? Something like that, yeah. But um, we went to go get our apartment keys, and we had 
eight, nine bags of luggage. <laughs> One of my suitcases, the wheel completely broke off. So we are technically pulling it backwards, trying to get through everything. Don't know. I don't know. Lick of Spanish. And so we get to the office. We ended up at the wrong office. So then, like, six guys at this office come help us carry our stuff over. All interior designers for that, uh, like, boutique rental company that, like, we decide to rent for. So they're the guys who design the apartments that you're going to live in. But then it was obviously the wrong office. Just it's like pick up all our suitcases block. and freaking bring them down to the next office. Like, okay, thanks, guys. Like, <laughs> and then our... Uh, our realtor was a bit late, so we were just standing there with like our, ba- our, our piles of bags, and people in the office are kind of wondering, like, They're just like, go who sit the down. hell are these people? Yeah. I'll be here in a minute. And then he came down, and he's like, oh, do you guys need a taxi? He literally helps all these guys come again to help carry our bags to the taxi stand, and we're like waiting. He's helping us get a taxi. They like they were so nice. And then the taxi came on, and we drove our stuff to our apartment, and we ended up just like pretty much crashing i did i was so exhausted i couldn't keep myself awake yeah and alex seemed to get through it all he had a small nap but then we he forced me to get up and we ended up having our first dinner outside in spain because we had no groceries at that point we just go for some tapas tapas and and sangria yeah what did we try uh we had these really nice mushrooms that were in like a little small tapas plate. Uh, we had those, what are those potatoes called? Uh, patatas bravas. Patatas bravas. And then... I had some croquettes. My first experience with, uh, I mean, my first out of many so far. And then we had those little green peppers. What are those called? Um, oh, they're so good. We've had them a few times, but they're really good here. They're like these little green peppers and they they're not super, they're not super spicy they're kind of like, they're like a green pepper almost yeah they're slightly spicier than a green pepper and they're just marinated really good and then what else do we get oh god the rest kind of blurs out the rest kind of blurs out because it wasn't as good as those things but <laughs> we had some good sangria had like a nice cinnamony and strong flavor we loved it so that was a great experience for us and we came home and we slept in till yeah. a really late time. I'm too embarrassed to put it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. We needed it. But then, uh, yeah, the next day we were, like trying to figure out like what what our real life could be like. So, yeah, wake up a little bit late, unpacked. Um, I had to work because um, I'm still working remotely. So, yeah. a little bit of that. But then uh, once we got that work and some of that unpacking out of the way, we decided to go explore. Little did we know that was going to be our last night out. <laughs> was that the very last night? I think so. Fuck. I think I went for a run that day while Alex did some work. And we went grocery shopping, which our local store was kind of cool. It was busy. So, so busy. Like, this to imagine the store. It's like you walk in, there's people everywhere. You have to wait in lines to weigh your fruit to put a little label on it to see how much it is at the cash. And then the cash is 10, 15 minutes long. You're going, there's an elevator. It's a massive store. But we had to get like essentials. Like we had to get toilet paper. <laughs> Thank God we got toilet paper because the next day it was sold out. And the day after that, it was sold out everywhere. <laughs> um. We would have brought some from Canada, but it was also sold out there. So. Yeah, that was just a, a write-off. <laughs> but thank God we have 12 rolls. It's great. Um, 
And then we came home. I think we did we cook dinner. We cooked dinner at home that night. And we had the two for five fifty five euro one. Ooh. Scraping and the bottom, slowly go inching our way up. But that was a very tasty wine. It was good wine. And then we um oh yes, we went out for our last we wanted to go to like a brewery or like you know just like go on a bar crawl so we wanted to go to clubs that night it was a friday night we're like oh let's go to our first club but then they started banning everything so anything well we first saw that like a lot of the concerts were canceled because and we're like oh well that makes sense because they banned the like gatherings over a thousand people then we found out a few hours later it was gatherings over 500 people we're like ah shit all these big concerts are canceled Maybe we'll just go to a normal nightclub. That's fine. We weren't too picky. So we like... And then like a few hours, they had released that thing saying like, hey... No bars. No bars. No, no nightclubs. But like bars still seem to be okay. Restaurants, realistically. Yes. So like we didn't know. So then we're like, sweet. Alex found this super cool... What was it? It was called Coco Vale. It's the first um, microbrew bar in Barcelona. I opened, I think, in 2004. And then uh, that was the first bar that had like over like 20 beers on tap so we're like okay that sounds exactly like us because we love beer mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a <laughs> from home experience but also on the european side so it's like what a 20 minute walk from our house about that, which yeah. is really nice we love to walk we love to get our steps in i'm a freak about it so um we went there and they were it was really cool they had these like a ton of board games and then all these things on tap and then you could sit outside or you could sit inside on these like long benches almost like a style where people could sit beside you and stuff like that but there was there was like so little people in the bar because i think people were pretty freaked out at this point and then we're we got like a they were told us hey uh a girl came to our table as we're drinking some of our beers and we're playing battleship at the table she's just like just let you guys know uh we just got a call the government's forcing everyone to shut down and what was it like 1 15 a.m about that she's like you got about you got a half hour you gotta you gotta finish your beer again out of here we are we're disinfecting the whole place top to bottom we're gonna be shut down for weeks and we're like Sorry, what? Like, shit. So we actually ended up buying a pitcher. (laughs) We're like, don't worry, we'll finish it. And like, this is when you guys need us to close. We're like, okay, yeah, okay. They're like, just hurry. But like, you know, we're not going to kick you out kind of thing. So little did we know, I think we, uh, we bought the last craft beer at that bar. Before quarantine. Yeah. And that was the last craft beer we've had. (laughs) Not that I'm counting, but that was what? Three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I guess we just kind of crashed after that. And the next morning we opened up and everything, we walked outside and everything was closed, right? Absolutely everything. Like there's just like tobacco, like tobacco shops were still open and then like some convenience stores that sell booze. But we live off the busiest like uh, tourist street like we live off La Rambla if anyone's from, familiar with that but it's it's jam-packed all the time and like tons of vendors were closed like everyone was forced to shut down the only thing that was open like Alex said was tobacco shops medical like pharmacies and grocery stores and uh, the flower shop oh yeah and like a small few shops that since it wasn't like a secure law of what could be and could not be open other than I think mm-hmm. restaurants and food places like there was some weird random things open, but we walked by actually a place that day and they looked like they were getting fined for being open because they were a restaurant and they were trying to 
Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, it's fun. So then what did we end up doing that day? Well, we tried to do um, a walking tour. So, like, well, at first we... Uh, no, 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 this oh, no. was the day before. Oh, that was the day before. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, we, were trying to, we, we intended to rent some bikes and mm-hmm. do a bike tour of the city. But then we realized that all the bike rental places were closed. So we ended up just uh, walking all the way to Barcelona, which is kind of a beach area of Barcelona. Um, hung out on the beach, walked around. We bought this cool blanket. It's like a tie-dye elephant thing. I, I'm, I'm obsessed with tie-dye right now just because we got back from Hawaii and we went to this place called Tie-Dye Hobo and I have a million tie-dye things. It inspired me to purchase some tie-dye product, which maybe I'll talk about my next experience there. And, uh, yeah, it was casual. Like all the, bo- like all the nightclubs, we got to see what they look like in the daylight, which are look amazing. We hope that they get to be open soon, be- like before, before summer, summer, exactly before the nice weather. And then the next day, that was the day that we went on a self walking tour. And then we started reading the news that like, uh, what was the news saying? Pretty much that they were expecting to close down. There was that. Yeah, so there was that rumor that government was gonna impose a total lockdown on Monday, Italy style. So we didn't really know exactly what that meant. But funny enough, your cousin has been under lockdown for quite some time out in Italy. So we kind of had a sneak peek of that, and so so we expected that you know what by Monday we couldn't do anything. So we decided to go on Sunday on a self-guided walking tour. So we found a little app um, where you could have a GPS-based walking tour. Started walking around. Um, we intended to walk for, what, five kilometers, a few hours, and just like, I think it was about It was a two-hour walking tour, yeah. but then past that, it leaves you, it doesn't leave you like a loop. It leaves you at an end point, so then we would have had to walk home from that after. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we made it probably a third of the walking tour. Probably made it further than that. No, no. We stopped a lot. And we were taking pictures and just you know being tourists in yeah. their new city. Just, it was a it was a gorgeous like kind of it was spring a, spring day. Mm-hmm. We had like a light jacket on and I had a dress and it was so nice. We were enjoying ourselves, but like mostly everything was closed, like all the bars and stuff. But like we we just wanted to you know do as much as we could before obviously this lockdown happened. Yeah, and we figured that like a lot of the the things that you want to see in a city are like necessarily, not necessarily indoors. So you just want to check out the buildings and check out the Gaudi architecture. So I figured, yeah, that might be the best day. There's nobody around and then it's all outdoors. So yeah. Not and there was a few tourists thinking the same thing as us. Like, exactly. you know, just like literally a few of us, you can tell who, who was who. And there was barely any people walking out, but I mean, some people are only in Barcelona once, right? <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, we probably made it about a third of, a, of the way. And then as we're making closer to um, your favorite building, that's... Casa de, Casa de something. It looks like if you were to see a picture of it, I forget what the name of it is right now, is it looks like a mask on the balconies. It's really beautiful. It's all these different colors. But um, I can post a link in the bio. <laughs> Yeah, so it was uh, yeah one of Gaudi's finest architecture, and then uh, yeah. So as we as we made it there, um, we uh, <laughs> we got uh, we got warned pretty severely by the cops saying, "Go home, go back home." Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't speak very much English, but uh, the one thing that they could say to us as we we're just standing in front of the Batillo house, um, they were like, 
They they spoke to us in Spanish very fast, and then like they're like, and then go like, home, what? and then they're just like, go home. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we kind and of we're took, like, oh shit. We kind of took our cue there. Yeah, we like quickly walked to see another building, and then we're like, actually, we should probably just go home. We had a lot of steps at that point, so we're like, it's fine. Like we'll just do it. Like we don't want to cause any troubles. So we'll just go home. And then we kind of just have been chilling ever since because the lockdown happened the day after that. So we woke up this morning. Last night we planned everything we wanted to do today. We woke up a little bit late just because we're just, you know, it has to do with that uh, jet lag, right? Yeah. And also it's like it was kind of a gloomy day too. Like yeah. It was the first day where like the sun didn't really uh, shine through the blinds or anything like that. So, um, yeah, turned over and it's like. It was noon already, and then we were like, oh, well, there there goes the, the first half day of our lockdown. Yep, and I haven't had a yoga mat for the five days that I've been here because I decided not to bring mine because I had so much luggage. It just was like, I'm not going to carry it. It's fine. So then we was like, oh, maybe I'll buy one at a local shop here on the first day. But then we were super busy, and we, were, we bought a ton of stuff off Amazon. So I was like, oh, okay, just we'll buy that off Amazon. But then on the, se- the second day, it was supposed to arrive, and we were out of the house when it was done that. But then all the coronavirus stuff started, like, severely happening. So then I don't think the delivery people were doing proper things. So I was like, oh, my God, it's not going to deliver, and I'm going to be stuck for two weeks without doing any stretching, and I'm going to go insane. And then today... We had the most best knock on the door, and it was my yoga mat. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of what we've been doing. Um, a lot of people are, like, we live in, we, we are from Canada, and going here, we knew that people would feel like this is a risk, and a lot of people were leaving Europe, and we were coming, and we're like, no, it's fine. We're pretty young people, so we were confident that we were going to healthy as long as we get there, and we have a secure apartment that we can stay in. Um... Trudeau sent out a release today saying like, oh, come home, Canadians. And everyone's been like, are you coming home? Trudeau told all the Canadians that are in different countries to come home. And Which sounds great in principle, but even if we wanted to, I don't think we could. <laughs> There's no direct flights to Canada from Spain, even in good times, in bad times, even less. Um, and all the flights from what we could read online, all the flights even from anywhere in Europe, like the UK or in France... Even if we could get there, which we can't because we've been in Spain, uh, they're full for weeks. So I guess we're here to stay. Yeah. And like I was talking to my sisters earlier on FaceTime and I was saying that like it's really, really bad right now here. And but everyone's starting to be in quarantine in, in China. The same thing happened when they started to quarantine people. Their numbers started to go down and look at them now. Things are so low. They don't I don't even know if they had any cases today. And they had less than 10. But yeah. And then hopefully the same thing happens here. Once we're quarantined, we have lower cases. But it looks like that's going to start happening in Canada. So let's just say we go back to Canada today. We are there for 14 days. And then we get released back into our homes. I bet you it's going to be worse than it is here right now. And we're going to hit both of the worst parts of coronavirus just in different countries. So we might as well stick out the worst in here. Be safe in our apartment. And then not go home. Like it drives me crazy that people are just be like, Oh, you should come home. But they don't realize that it's going to get bad there. Exactly. I mean, like it's one of those things that you either buy the bullet early and then do the self quarantine or <laughs> face the consequences later. So I think we've, we've all seen that across the world already. So, but I think there's the worst pretty, place in the world to be for sure. And we're pretty hopeful. We're like 
dying to see freaking Europe and Spain, mm-hmm. especially. And we've decided, like, as soon as, like, the coronavirus kind of, like, slows down, that we're going to have, like, really good benefits. Like, travel is going to be super cheap. We're going to have, like, pretty much Europe to ourselves, you know? Not people are going to be traveling. People might be scared, too. It might be worse in different places. So we're going to get to, like, experience it kind of, like, in a solo, independent and things are going to be cheap and we're going to have to just jump all over and take advantage of it and right now we're saving a ton of money like all we're doing is grocery shopping literally yeah (laughs) that's our entertainment or sustenance or activity or sport it is that it is everything grocery shopping yeah (laughs) um it's kind of interesting trying to stay sane during this uh this whole self-quarantine so i think at first Hoping that it only lasts for 14 days is kind of the the big the big wish that we all have. But then um, some of the tricks that we've tried to do so far is um, I think we've tried to do a good mix of kind of fun things, sports, but also kind of work things and things around the home. So I think having a diversity of things throughout your, throughout your day helps. Yeah, like we planted some coriander and basil from pot which honest to god i've never done before other than with like my dad when i was younger and i i don't know how to take care of those plants but we're gonna find out in this quarantine <laughs> yeah so uh well, you were on the your youtube videos this morning trying to sort it out and then we uh we just became plant parents yeah we did been cooking a lot <laughs> learning some spanish recipes we're gonna make a mushroom paella soon mm-hmm, and a excited. butternut squash soup and I did four loads of laundry day. Our laundry machine is really small. I know four loads sounds like a lot, but in reality, it's two loads. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Everything in Europe is a bit smaller. Yeah. But it's okay. But no, we've been positive and we are still happy to be here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, most of my day is still spent working anyway, so. It's kind of a crazy thing to, it's kind of a crazy thing to think about that. Yeah, like the amount of time you actually spent at you spent at work. So like, if I'm like working for forty hours a week, it's like it's a huge chunk of your days every day. So mm-hmm. I think this quarantine is gonna go pretty fast, considering it's mostly work days. Oh, we'll see. Anyways, um, well, I hope everyone liked our update. We're gonna try and do this daily, or maybe every two days. Every day, every other day, depending on how much information we are of what we've been feeling and we hope you guys like listening and we'll try and make you understand what's going on in spain uh real time while we're here as canadians with no friends (laughs) nothing to do (laughs) except talking this mic to you (laughs) 